Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season two of the podcast, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. And Lots beer. of beer. Lots of beer, JR. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to another special episode of 18 Over Par with Mike and JR. I'm JR, and we bring back our special PGA correspondent, Adam Walker, to break down the 2022 U.S. Open at the Country Club at Brookline, which is in Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. And we break down the long shots, the guys at the top of the leaderboard, at least who we think are going to be at the top of the leaderboard, the Canadians in the field, and maybe some surprises coming your way. Another special episode is coming your way as we are down to the last two majors of the season. Now, this one is the U.S. Open coming up this weekend at the Country Club, aptly named for a golf course, the Country Club. Uh, I believe in the, Brookline, uh, the sorry, club. yes, yeah, the Country Club, <laughs> Brookline, uh, Massachusetts, and uh, we got our PGA Tour correspondent, as always, Adam Walker joins us so once again. Thanks, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. We also want to say uh, thanks again to Bryce Matlashewski, who is a member down there at uh, St. Charles. I guess should say down there. Not, I'm not at the country club. At the country club. No, is that St. Charles? Yeah, country club. But uh, he is an investment advisor here in Winnipeg with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of I Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. And I know Walker, you got your DQ cake, but uh, a huge shout out to the newly renovated DQ St. Anne's Road. Uh, if you get a chance, go check them out, and they made a pretty damn nice care. Yeah, pretty damn good looking cake for Lyle McKenzie, who is our episode 10 of season two guest. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best ones to date. So thanks to the team there at the Nick and Nicky group of DQs. And you can check out their four locations, one being the newly renovated DQ St. Anne's Road, as well as DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park and the Food Court, DQ Niverville. And you can follow them at DQ Manitoba on Instagram. So a couple of shout outs as we are recording this before we get into the U.S. Open itself, the RBC Canadian Open has wrapped. Rory McIlroy won it for the second time as there was a what two-year two gap because of COVID there. So uh, congrats, yep. to, congrats to him. And Brooke Henderson, first time in two years for her winning. She won the ShopRite LPGA Classic. She won it in a playoff. I think she eagled the playoff hole to win it. Wow. I, I put that on right as it was ending and she uh, just fired a dart in the playoff, like right at the pin. <laughs> just just cold-blooded after probably 45 minutes of just sitting around waiting for the rest to finish, right? So yeah, well, even it was good like, job, Brooke Henderson. It was on Golf Channel and they cut away to like the seniors or the champions tour. Yeah. 
Like what the yeah, hell? Like, this is almost like, <laughs> this, is, this is much more compelling than whatever's going on. Yeah, they're like, oh, switch over to CNBC. Yeah. I'm like, CNBC? What? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is that? <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, congrats, Brooke, and uh, the CP Women's Open for uh, the LPGA Tour. That is coming back again this year, just like the RBC Canadian Open uh, just outside Toronto there uh, came back uh, as well just this past weekend. So, hey, hopefully she can uh, do some do something again and maybe make some magic for another time around uh, the, the, the CP Women's Open there. But let's get into uh, the U.S. Open Golf. And before we get into that, uh, maybe a little breakdown of the course, the country club. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's like really, um, I don't know what the word is. It's pretty bold to just call yourself the country club, right? I mean, there's a lot of country clubs around, uh, around the United States, but I think, guess it's been there for a long time. This place has been around since like the late, late 1800s, uh, it was founded. It's basically in my understanding is it's downtown Boston or at least close to downtown Boston. So it's got a whole city popped up around it, but Looks like it's going to be a, a pretty good test. So they haven't been there in a long time. Uh, U.S. Amateur, I believe, is there in 2013, uh, won by Matt Fitzpatrick. But uh, as far as the pros, you had, last U.S. Open was there in uh, 1988, I think. So it's going to be it's going to be new for at least for the spectators. I don't know about any of those PGA Tour pros that have played there, but it should be uh, you know kind of that typical U.S. Open test with. Uh, narrow fairways, deep rough, uh, apparently really, really small greens at this place. So it's going to be a big test. Um, Sounds like the Assiniboine Golf and Country Club right now. Small greens, yeah. long rough, haven't been able to get it. <laughs> I think I saw a comment today, today or uh, the, uh, a couple of days ago when they mentioned uh, they were watering, they actually got the the sprinklers out at Assiniboine and they're watering it and they're like, uh, how about you... Uh, get those mowers out to cut down the rough before Monday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty long there. I but, saw the pictures of that. It was looking pretty, uh, pretty. I deep. saw Fox though. That was pretty cool. Really? Saw Fox at the, uh, the boneyard. Was yeah. It Sandy Kurziba. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did see him too but this was a regular orange haired fox not a silver fox like sandy or a hairless fox uh either way we kid we kid but the the country club that is interesting how yeah kind of the, the history behind it and also that it is like a metropolitan course yeah there's actually a movie uh i don't know if you've seen the movie the greatest game ever played it yes. came out i don't know it was like 10 years ago i think probably but uh that's based on this place so that movie is about some guy the guy that won in like i think 1913 basically a kid that walked across the street and played every day and, and came in and just beat a bunch of pros uh at the first u.s open in 1913 yeah Mike, kevin, i thought you'd be i thought you'd be on those facts I think is kevin costner uh, in this movie i don't think no i don't think that's the kevin costner one i think it's shia uh, LaBeouf. Uh, <laughs> different generation bagger vans <laughs> that's will smith no we, we can't talk about will smith anymore <laughs> i did see like i was kind of surprised some uh, undulation in the fairways uh uh, yeah. I think it was the ninth hole. There were there's an Instagram video, and and it was you know it was like almost straight uphill, uh, and it looks like the USGA has 
has obviously set this course up to be very difficult. Yeah, no doubt it's going to be difficult. And even like if you go back to winged foot a couple of years ago when Bryson won, his kind of strategy was just uh, he didn't care if he's hitting it in the rough. It's five or six inches long. He doesn't care. He's just going to bomb it out of there anyways. He's just, you know, so much raw power to be able to gouge the ball out. But you're going to have also, uh, like you said, big undulations. Like it's it's almost kind of a more natural fairway like what we saw at Canadian Open this weekend. But also like deep fescue, like the kind of stuff that's like up to your knees, right? Like like native area grasses. <clears throat> so that you it doesn't matter how strong you are. If you're in there, you're you're kind of screwed. You you've got to pop it out of there or, or figure out another way. And another kind of interesting feature they've got on this course is they call them uh, chocolate drops, which is kind of a funny concept. It's basically you've got all these rocks that they've pulled out from, you know, renovating the, the course and everything. And they just kind of dumped them around the greens because they didn't have anywhere to put them. And mm-hmm. so grass has grown over those and they basically look like moguls. They're like these tiny little hills that are like mm-hmm. all around behind the green. And if you get in there, like, I don't know how you get out, right? Because your, your footing is going to be all weird. Like your stance is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Who knows what your lie is going to be like. So um, mm-hmm. apparently that's like an older feature. They don't do that too much anymore, <laughs> but, no shit. but it's an older course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like hell to get out of. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what, or even, you know, you get a bad bounce off of those and it just flies off into nowhere. Who knows? So yeah, it's going to be a test. Uh, it's going to be a test as the U S open always is chocolate drops. That's a, that's what they call them. <laughs> like a Hershey's kiss, right? It's kind of what it looks like. It's a little, uh, little mounds. Interesting. Yeah. Have to look this up. You'll, you'll see them. If you're watching the U S open, they're right around the greens on a couple holes. Well, you mentioned Bryson and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the USGA who runs the tournament. So it's not under the, PGA Tour umbrella, they said yeah. if you qualified, so no matter what or where you've been playing, so the guys like Bryson, um, you know, Phil, Dustin, they are eligible to play in the USGA because they've already qualified for it or in the US Open. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all planning on being there uh, this weekend and they've, they've said they're allowed to be there. I think the USO or USGA is being kind of careful about saying, oh, like, everyone can play next year in the U S open. This is just like, okay, you already qualify. We're not going to change it. And obviously we're talking about this live golf invitational. I don't know if you want to kind of touch on what's going on in that world. Well, yeah, because that's the, that's a whole it. other interesting thing. Can you, bet yeah. On so it no, <laughs> uh, no I, I'm sure you can bet on it. I don't know. I, I didn't really look it up. Uh, I know it's not on DraftKings or anything yet, yeah. but uh, essentially you know, this is the Saudi government funding, uh, this new golf league, right. And they, and they're throwing just obscene amounts of money at people. They gave Dustin Johnson 125 million just to come play on the tour, which is insane. Like in any sport, but like in the golf world, it's a, it's an insane amount of money. And, uh, all these guys are getting a bunch of money to show up and there's some controversy there because like the Saudis are funding it. And, uh, you know, they've got, kind of a record of human rights and stuff like that. But other people are saying, well, you know, if you're a golfer and they're offering you all this money, like get your money while you can, right. And, 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 and feed your, feed your family. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see where it goes. It seems like it kind of got off to a bit of a lame start and the Canadian open was 
just awesome this weekend. So uh, the PGA Tour mm-hmm. is definitely kind of fighting back. And it was nice to see, like, it's kind of personally, I, I hate that the live golf decided to do their first event during the Canadian yeah. open. It's like, that's a big screw you to Canada. Right. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so already I'm like, okay, let's, let's see what we can do at the Canadian open. It was one of the best, like, it's gotta be the best Canadian open ever. Right. Like, yeah. Our leaderboard today, we finished with uh, Rory, Justin Thomas, Sam Burns, Justin Rose, uh, Tony Finau. Like, even that's a serious Connors leaderboard. Too. Corey Connors. Corey Connors. You, you had a, he shot a 62. Yeah. And then Justin yeah, Rose there too, almost breaking 60, uh, which, would yeah. have been, uh, which would have been awesome. So, yeah, it was, and yeah. a lot of the Canadians even making the cut. So, there's some great For Canadian sure. storylines. Uh, Aaron Cockerell, well. mm-hmm. Winnipegger. Mm-hmm. incredible yeah made the cut uh he was in i think he was in the top 20 or top 25 going into the weekend uh he kind of fell a bit but not too bad he, i mean i think he was plus one plus one or something like that on the weekend but uh good for him and good for all the canadians yeah especially considering uh for for ac there i think that was his first pga tour event yeah it was yeah. it was yeah so uh awesome awesome job by him mm-hmm very exciting. Very, I enjoyed the uh, the whole sixteen there, and uh, you know it's kind of uh, waste management esque yeah. with yeah. the uh, the rink and the rowdiness of the fans there. So that was uh, that was they exciting the, to watch. They got the board set up, and all the guys are banging on the boards. Yeah, when they yeah. come in. And the Man, they love Rory. They love the, uh, Rory. the officials were wearing referee jerseys. And yeah. I thought that was clever. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> It always revolves I, around. Rory. Speaking of Rory, yeah. I looked at my bet app and I was like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure I bet on Rory to win the RBC." Oh yeah. And, uh, then I look at it, and, and the bet was for the U.S. Open. So I oh. made an early bet for the U.S. Open on Rory. Oops. Well, that's all right. He, you got to think he's going to be one of the favorites heading into the U.S. Open. Oh yeah. But even though I did hear one of the stats on the coverage this past weekend from the RBC Canadian Open, and that no one in the history of the U.S. Open has won the U.S. Open when they've won the tournament before that, like leading into the U.S. Oh, Open. Oh, really? Yeah, no one's ever gone gone back-to-back. Back. Um, okay. So that's that, that I, might, but hey, who knows? Watching Rory today, like, that was some of the best golf I've ever, you know, watched live. Like, he was on fire. Uh, off the tee, I, I think he hit one, like, 370, like, going downhill, but just, just blasting it. I don't know if you've ever had a round where like you're hitting it straight and you feel like you can just unleash on the ball and yeah. actually crank one. I've, out, yeah. had, I've had maybe like one or two rounds like that in my life, but it looked like Rory when Rory has that going, like, I don't know. He's unstoppable. Like, and his wedge game was just unreal. And I think you're probably going to have to, you know, have everything going as it usually is. Cause they're going to make it tough. I saw that oh, yeah. like they're cutting down, they're having some false fronts. So the balls, if you don't hit them perfect, or if you're not, you know, actually pin seeking out there you can get yourself into a lot of trouble or a shot that would say be good uh this past weekend or a few weekends ago is not going to work out well for you uh, at the u.s yeah. open yeah and they'll be you know they'll be jerks with the pin placements too putting them on the slope <laughs> on the edge of the green like they're going to be challenging these guys yeah so who do you have uh, at the top there of, of your leaderboard for picks well it's hard to it's hard to shake just seeing rory today like i i you know like you said it the that stat that the guy has never won the next tournament after winning right before the u.s open but i don't know uh i i loved what i saw out of rory so he's definitely at the top of my board um and it seems like he has a chip no, on his shoulder too 
just with the Live Golf series. It seems like he's, yeah. he's out there for blood, and it's interesting to see kind of that side of Rory. Yeah, it's great to see. And he kind of, he took a shot at Greg Norman at the end of his post-match interview. Greg Norman's running this Live Golf Invitational thing, and uh, they were interviewing Rory after the, he won the Canadian Open. And they say... He's like, oh yeah, I just got my twenty-first win. That's that's one more than someone else, and it's Greg Norman has twenty uh, wins on the PGA Tour. So, yeah, Rory's always been kind of the PGA guy. So, yeah, if he's got a chip on his shoulder, I I love taking Rory here. And even that Good. final group, we got Tony Finau and Justin Thomas, who were in that uh, final group with Rory at uh, the yeah. RBC Canadian Open and Wanamaker Trophy in the bag for Justin Thomas at the that's right PGA earlier this year. So. I mean, he's got to be up there as well, I'd think. Oh, yeah. No, no question. I mean, and we saw that again today. I think he at one point he had six birdies in a row. Like he's he's definitely playing his best golf right now. So uh, Rory and JT uh, definitely at the top of the board for me. And John Rahm is another name yeah. that, you know, he's, he's always up there. He's obviously defending champion. Hasn't been playing quite as well, like right now as he was going into last year's U S open. So I'm probably not going to be on John Rahm. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is probably the favorite, but burned me last time on the PGA championship. <laughs> guys, guys firing for tournaments in a row and then misses the cut of the PGA. So I don't know. I can't predict Scotty. <laughs> can't take him again. Well, is, is there any kind of uh well, actually before I get into that, there was one person that I wanted to, to mention as I just saw it was Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think you mentioned him. You brought him yeah. up because he won the amateur there, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he could come back and be the first ever to win the amateur and the U S open at the same course. So people have won mm. the U S amateur and the U S open, but no one's ever done it at the same course. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick has been playing really, really well. Like he's a uh, top 10, uh, several times this year. Uh, I don't think he actually has a PGA tour win yet. So that's the one thing that, that it would be, you know, kind of wary of betting on him to win at a major, but like, if you look at him statistically, he's the top of the board. Like he's definitely one of the top guys this year and over the last you know month or two. So yeah, I love that Fitzpatrick pick. I think he's paying about somewhere around 30 to one. So kind of that mid range and, uh, yeah, he's got the experience. I, I'm guessing it'll be set up pretty different for the U S open than it was for the U S amateur, but you know, uh, experience matters. Yeah, that is true. Is I, I don't want to get into all the names there. Cause Mike, did you print off another 50 this time around? Yeah, I got, I got, I got some of yeah. these. I guess my, my, one of my questions was, uh, what do you, what do you think about the live guys competing in this? I saw a video of Phil, was already there uh today after he had competed at the, the live event oh yeah testing his pots out i put some money on phil and dj just uh because maybe they have a chip on their shoulder uh and you know proving they want to prove that uh that whatever the pga banning them from their tour is uh wrong and you know they're gonna come out guns blazing yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see that happening, uh, especially cause it's still kind of fresh. Like the one thing I would think when you guarantee, give these guys a hundred million dollars, like, are they even going <laughs> to, they right. even care about winning anymore? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, good, good they have so much money, yeah. especially like DJ. I don't think he's that kind of guy, but Phil for sure. Like he, I bet Phil wants to win. Like he wants to win this thing bad. So I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, 
compete. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win. I, I don't think he did particularly well at the live event this weekend, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, and those are kind of the only guys. I mean, Louis stays in. That's another guy, Sergio. Um, I, don't, I actually don't even know if Sergio is in this thing. Maybe he is. Uh, but yeah, the, um, maybe DJ, maybe DJ. We want to say it one more time. Maybe DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. The other guy I love is uh, Shane Lowry. And uh, oh, he yeah. always just plays well at the majors. But uh, Well, another, yeah, another good Irishman. And he played good at the Canadian Open. He's been, he's been awesome this year. Uh, major champion, too. Won the Open Championship uh, 2019, I believe. So Shane Lowry, awesome pick. Yeah. Uh, he almost got a hole in one. I saw today. Yes, really? yeah, so yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. His irons are uh, fantastic. And the the nice mm-hmm. thing is too, and I think why the the field was so strong. I mean, there may have been some incentives from the PGA or just guys with chips on their shoulders saying, "Hey, you know what? I want to go and play this event with this other invitational going on with the Live Golf Series." Um, so yeah, maybe that brought some people out, but also the proximity, right? Toronto and Boston. That's 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 quick. That's a quick flight. For yeah, these guys. So, that's true. You know, it's a it's a good test to kind of go out there. And I do like how the the Canadian Open how they kind of set up the golf course to sort of mimic what they're going to see this weekend at the U.S. Open with the the longer grass. Um, again, mm-hmm. you know that some of those greens are pretty small there at St. George's. And yeah, uh, I think that was a, a good test for the for the guys coming into this weekend. Yeah, that was some deep rough they were playing at the RBC as well. Like that was a that was a tough test. I think today or on the final round, the guys were scoring a little better, yeah. but uh, at the beginning, for sure, when it was drier uh, and they had all they're, they're kind of with the tougher pin placements earlier in the week. But uh, yeah, the, the, it was a good good warm up for the U.S. Open, no question. All right, Mike, some do of you those have some, uh, other th- names to rattle off. No, I, I do have trivia though. So do you, if you had some other names, no, no, uh, no you're going to, were you going to say a joke? Gonna I was going to say, uh, just on the greens at the RBC there, uh, some of those spectator scaffolding there, it was like three feet away from the green. It was pretty tight to hit those. I'm not sure if anyone hit any balls into the stands, but uh, I'm sure that added some difficulty. I think I saw one go into like the ice cream stand or something like that. I'm pretty (laughs) sure people were all jumping all over the place. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I saw a guy get hit at the live golf thing. I like, saw that video. Like, he just tumbled. Like oh, yeah. it was like watching Happy Gilmore when the guy falls out of the window in the in the house. <laughs> Looks like his, he's like, I want the Saudi money. His legs just buckled. Yeah. Oh, I watched that video a couple times. I don't know where it hit him. It must have hit him in the head. I don't know. know. Like, I hope he's you, okay. You just, obviously, like it. It really looked like quite the production. Fl- yeah, he flailed his arms. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he wants to do, put out a lawsuit there and make some of his. Uh, that's right. His money. Exactly. The money they got tons of money to go around, so everybody just try to get your Saudi money while you can. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I had one more name. Sure. Okay. So I'll. Uh, what, what name? I got no more names. Yeah. Okay. That's unusual. I just never. I never know where I'd like. <laughs> it's a Sunday. I just not. I can't. Can't talk on Sundays. <laughs> a little banged up. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the whip. Yeah. It's wedding season. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it was uh, Max Homa because he's been playing oh, yeah. some some really good golf. And he could be one of those, uh, I don't know if you could say under the radar guys, but 
he could do yeah. it. He's definitely an up and coming guy. I think he's won what two or three times this year. He's and he's like, he's playing the best golf of his career right now. Um, yeah. He's kind of got to take that next step. Like he hasn't won at a major and he hasn't really competed at a major yet. And I, I kind of liked him going into the PGA. Uh, and I, I think he had an okay performance there, but um, he'd be a decent guy to go for. Um, he's had success at some kind of tougher courses as well. Uh, like the, he won the Genesis at Riviera, which is kind of a known as a bit of a tougher course. Um, and that kind of reminds me of another guy who is uh, Joaquin Neiman uh, from mm. Chile. Uh, he's, he's been playing really well. He had a top three at the Memorial a couple weeks ago. So that's a name. If you want to go a little bit deeper down the board, uh, Joaquin Neiman is definitely someone to keep an eye on. Do we know the Canadians in the field? I know Corey's going to be there, but is there anyone yep. else? Bunch of them, a bunch of them. Uh, Corey Connors will be there and probably, you know, the favorite, just like, uh, he pretty much always is in terms of Canadians. Uh, Adam Hadwin will be there. He's been playing quite well. Mackenzie Hughes, uh, Roger Sloan will be there. He's kind of a, a lesser known name. Uh, I think he's Albertan. Nick Taylor has won a couple times on, on tour. He'll be there as well. And I think a couple of these guys, they got in by the qualifiers. Oh, okay. So there's this whole like network of qualifying. You did got to do like your section qualifier and then you got to go do another qualifier and then you could get in. And these are like pros or amateurs or, you know, there are a lot of people trying to get into the U S open. I think anyone that's basically, I don't know if you have to be a scratch golfer or what, but you could get into these qualifiers. You have to have a try. I have to have a handicap index of 1.4. 1.4. There you go. So, so next year, boys. Uh, but you're competing against pros <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. next year. Yeah. I just only got to shave about 23 <laughs> strokes off my game and then we'll be there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I think we, we ran down the, the list there, which, uh, which is good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting test, especially coming off of the momentum of the RBC Canadian open. So Mike, you mentioned yeah. you had some, some trivia. Yeah, I think the trivia is a, a great uh, thing we've added to these uh, master or the major tournament discussion. Uh, so I got a few here. Um, so what is the U.S. Open trophy called? Mm. Oh, man. I feel like I should know this one. Um, Vince Lombardi trophy. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it's called it's actually called the u.s open trophy oh my okay. god <laughs> <laughs> and uh the winners also receive uh the jack nicholas medal so mm, that's okay. nice you get a trophy and a medal sweet yeah no jacket uh, though. <laughs> no jacket no you could probably buy one and put like a you the medal on champion. it. Yeah, sure you could. <laughs> uh, who was the last U.S. Open champion to successfully defend his title? It's got to be Kepka. It is Kepka. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Uh, how many players are in the U.S. Open field every year? One sixty-two. It's very close. Okay. One fifty-six. That's correct, Adam. Oh, one, yeah, there you go. That, that would make sense. Did you My guess that or is off. that a... No, I that knew a, that one. Are there always 156 in every tournament? Uh, there might be. Uh, well, not every tournament, but I think that's the standard. Mm. Uh, who has played in the most consecutive U.S. Opens? Oh, that's a good question. The most consecutive? Yeah. So, yeah. Year to year. 
Oh. Is it a may not be may not golfer? be playing now? No. Okay. Ben Hogan. Uh, well, that's a good guess. Oh, Arnold Palmer. No, and no. It was uh, the other obvious answer. Jack Nicholas. Uh, uh, Forty-four consecutive starts, nineteen fifty-seven to the year two thousand. I guess wow. that's why he got a medal in his honor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. played that you, many it, years, and all he got was a damn medal. <laughs> I, I think he won, and he only he won four times. There was a few guys that have won four times. Did you know that uh, he never won the Canadian Open, but he was the runner-up six times? Jack, yeah, uh, Jack Nicholas, the uh, Canadian Open eluded him. <laughs> Wow. Too much there's party. Some, there's some trivia for you, Mike. Well, I got, I got one for you. Which golfer has the most <laughs> runner up finishes to the U S open? Is it Phil? <laughs> yes, it is. Phil. Phil has six, uh, second place finishes. Or Phil just tiger ahead of him every yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he brought his leather have... jacket with him to the, I've been seeing pictures of him oh, overseas or walking yeah. around his leather jacket and he's all got like stubble on his yeah. face. Like it's still okay. <laughs> Top gun. He saw the new Maverick movie there. And... <laughs> yeah, maybe I think it's inspiring a lot of people. I think so. Uh, who is the last amateur to win the U S open? This one's kind of tough, but uh, the guy's name was uh, John Goodman. So also a great actor, (laughs) great actor. Mm, Blues Brothers. 1933. I don't know if he was in Blues Brothers, Adam, but John Goodman. John Goodman. (laughs) Oh, maybe not actually. You think of Dan Aykroyd or Jim Belushi? Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi? Yeah. There's two of them. Yeah. No, which Belushi was it now? That's going to bother me. I think John Goodman was in there for sure. I know he was in Roseanne. He was in Roseanne in that Flintstones movie. That's right. (laughs) And uh, Big Lebowski. That's another good one. Right. We should turn this into a John Goodman podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We We really should. That's enough. Um, (laughs) Highest round scored at the U.S. Open. Highest round. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh... How there's a certain point where I feel like they're doing so bad that they'll just withdraw because they're just so embarrassed. So I don't yeah. know, like 86, 102. So this was back in 1898. So, but it was uh, a 157 by uh, oh my god, JD Tucker was the guy's name. <laughs> the guy's probably dead. Leave him alone. <laughs> it's like over double par. That's wild. Uh, how many amateurs are competing in the 2022 U.S. Open? Well, there's quite a few. Uh, maybe even like 30. Is that too high? 20, 22. Okay, well, mine. And now we got the fact checkers out here. Get oh, your great. calculators. Fact well, I, I have no idea. So your number is probably correct. I got two. Two? Yeah. No way. Well, there's a lot of guys who have qualified through these yeah. qualifiers, but they're not all amateurs. I oh, thought okay. of I thought there was just like a whole bunch that got in just based on being, I don't know, the whatever champion. Maybe not. Maybe not. I thought it was a bunch. Hmm. I'll have to check. Back checkers to. will let us know. 30 was probably way too high of a guess. <laughs> 
What uh, what NFL superstar holds a membership to the Country Club? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Got to be Tom yes, Brady. Tom Brady mm. and Giselle. They both have uh, memberships to oh, the Country nice. Club. I wonder if their kids get to play for free. <sighs> that's extra. That's Damn, because <laughs> here now that's the, that's the deal, right? In Manitoba, generally, if you got a golfer with you, yeah, if you, nice. if you got an adult membership, generally, if your your kids like twelve or under. Generally, they'll mm-hmm. let you let you get a little mm-hmm. membership for free. Wow, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's pretty good. Though that might have changed. Only, now that golf is very popular, but I don't. I don't know. That's how it used to be. Well, the only other fact, uh, just relating to uh, the other majors, uh, no one's ever been murdered in the parking lot of this country yeah, club. Thanks so. for clearing that up. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Not that we know of. Was that Southern Hills? That was the last one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, was Tory Pines, the, some guy was arrested in the parking lot after murdering people. Well, are you sure there were no crimes in this one? Uh, just no, it just wasn't reported. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's fair. But it is a fairly uh, exclusive club. Yeah. <laughs> it is, after so. all, the country club. Well, the country uh, yeah. club. That, is that all your trivia, Mike? It is. Right on. Well, uh, it should be an exciting weekend. Uh, as I mentioned before, coming off of an exciting weekend at the RBC Canadian Open. So looking forward to it. Maybe some of our picks will hit. Maybe they won't. I'm not going to say anything further, so we'll we'll just leave it at that and uh, enjoy watching golf. And hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll be able to get out and play some golf ourselves because we were supposed to today, and Rain said no. So damn. Yep. Damn. All right. Damn. Well, uh, we'll finish it up here with uh, another huge shout out to Bryce Matlashewski. Maybe he'll take us golfing. There's three of us here. If he needs a fourth, yeah. we'll go to play St. Chuck's there. And uh, Bryce is a, an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Give Bryce a shout, 204-515-3446. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, for coming on again, Mr. Adam Walker. Another great follow on Twitter. Is your handle still Walker Winnipeg? Because I know you seem to yep. change it yearly. Okay, good. No, no, that's still it. Yeah, thanks for having me out. Appreciate it and enjoy the golf this weekend and hopefully no one dies. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo! brain freeze it hits you like a triple bogey the good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite so get over to any nick and nicky's group of dqs and enjoy some dq treats safely dq northgate on mcphillips dq pole park in the food court dq niverville and dq st anne's road go see them today for tasty treats